Hey folks, welcome back to the DC Three Cast. My name is Brian. With me, as always, is Vince. Zach is still on assignment; he's still dead. Um, we're here to talk about the comics coming out on December what date? Uh, December thirteenth. December thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. So close. You were so close. Just one week off. Uh, starting with Danger Street number one, written by Tom King, also by Jorge Fornes. This is an interesting book. And um, I actually have some thoughts on it that aren't just like, ugh, Tom King. <laughs> Although there's, Me too. A little, there's a little bit of the ugh, Tom King in here with certain things. But for the most part, I actually found this relatively charming. I thought this has some interesting characterizations of characters that we don't get to spend a lot of time with typically. And, uh, I think that the sort of MacGuffin of it, this they they have you know Doctor Fate's helmet. They're going to bring Darkseid out. I think that's actually maybe the least interesting part of the book, but all of it's handled pretty well. I, I you know we'll get into it more for in a second, but that's sort of that's where I'm starting from with this. Uh, what did you think of this? Sort of from a similar like you know uh, from a distance. I pretty much agree with what you said. I think. Um... I have a handful of complaints that I, I am dying to get into because there are a couple things that annoy me about this. And I, and I don't even think they're the typical Tom Kingy things that, that annoy me about his work sometimes, but they, they are things no less I, I want to address. Um, but for the most part, I really like it. I think like, well, I don't know if I like it yet, but but I'm intrigued. You're by intrigued it. enough to come I, back next time. Absolutely, yes, I am. I'm intrigued by it because, as you said, these are characters that don't get a lot of play at DC. Um, they're all based on characters that were used in the seventy-five to seventy-six run of first issue special. Um, that were, you know, that was a comic where they would run effectively the first issue of a potential series and then if enough sorry i've got the hiccups um if enough fans wrote in uh requesting more then they might get their own series spun off do we know how and many of those of those actually got their own series there's no way of knowing that or figuring okay. that out <laughs> but what i will say is some of the characters are clearly more iconic and established than others um, you've got like Metamorpho who constantly pops up. He never has like a huge role, but he's constantly popping up in, in any era you want to talk about. Then there's something like the outsiders, not the Batman and the outsiders, but the outsiders, which was a group of like, uh, like deformed. I don't know if that's politically correct, uh, but like physically strange looking, uh, people and they're referred to as freaks in this in this comic um as far as i know they i i don't know that i've ever seen them anywhere else outside of first issue special then you have like travis morgan warlord that ha he had like a hundred issue series or something <laughs> right. like yes, that yeah. that spun out of this and then you also have the the final first uh issue special was a new gods uh story which of course like that's they are not uh, some one-off character that nobody, you know what I mean? Like they're well-established, right. well, established, well uh, in the Jack, Jack Kirby canon. 
um, before and since. So, you know, the, the series started out as one thing and it kind of, I think because there wasn't a ton of uh, response, I think it maybe mutated into something else slightly or, or was used for a different purpose. Um, but it's a very interesting conceit that that King and Fornes are going to take the main characters from all 13 of these issues and plop them into one series and try to create one plot out of it. When the the original first issue special, they were all individual stories. Um, I think and that's you, a re- and you you just re- reread those this weekend, right? I just reread those this weekend, and not for, honestly not for this because I uh, I had forgotten that the Tom King story wasn't going to just be the dingbats of Danger Street. <laughs> like I had forgotten that it was going to involve all these other first issue special characters. Um, so I read it because uh, I was looking for something to read on, on DC universe and I did it by alphabet. And it's one of the first things that pops up. It's, it's uh, the second thing right after the very stinky hundred bullets. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't want to read that. So, uh, uh, so I read first issue special and it was delightful. I really enjoyed going through all of those and then to read this and see them all spun into this into this web that you know the caveat when we talk about this is that it's the first issue so we can't make too many judgments about where the plot's going or anything like that but the connection of all these characters definitely some of them is extremely threadbare at this point yes yes uh and 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 kind of contrived um but just seeing king attempt this especially with characters that let's be honest, like nobody's, nobody's right in the green team, not since the new 52. And right. And even then that felt like somebody had a gun to, uh, was that Art and Franco wrote that? Is that one Art and Franco? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They didn't draw, but they wrote it. Right. 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 Um, like somebody had a gun to their head. Hey, 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 Rose, the green team. Um, (laughs) And I, you know, so for Tom King to take these characters and just like do his Tom King prestige mini thing with them, I think it's preferable to him taking like Wally West and and, and rooting him for char- character assassinating him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, sorry, I've talked way too much. You just wanted a uh, intro, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely intrigued. For sure. No, I, I mean the art, I, the art will keep me coming back as well. Yeah, it, it looks so great. Yeah, so you know, I I want to echo some of that. I think that the Bronze Age is often a forgotten sort of era in comics, and and this is this technically the Bronze Age, the first days, first issue specials that that would be considered Bronze Age, right? I think so. It's murky as to when that starts, but I, I I'm fairly certain it's like mid seventies. Yeah, I just think that we haven't had enough appreciation for that era of DC Comics um, in like in terms of things being referenced or stylistically sort of giving homages to that stuff. It just it's not as referenced as the Golden Age or the early Silver Age or even like Crisis's, you know, modern age stuff. It just seems like we are we're never giving enough attention to that era. And the Bronze Age has some really good stuff in it. And so, yes, these are very cool 
stories. I mean, they're very cool characters that King manages to. I mean, look, there, there's really like there's there's sort of three stories that are happening here, and you can see where they're all going to intersect. But he has the characters connect in ways that feel way more organic than I would have thought, just based on on the you know the uh, the solicits and whatnot. Uh, my my big issue with this is I feel like the handling of the Michael Thomas Starman character is just the most lazy Tom King thing ever. Like superhero has panic attacks. That's just that is like the most uh boilerplate paint by numbers Tom King story you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand why he has to keep going back to that well. Like the 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 story for these three characters trying to join the uh the Justice League is interesting enough. The fact that they did it by basically bartering Metamorpho's arm for the helmet of Naboo, like all of that is interesting. Um you know, it's it's just it's a uh It it just seems like it's an extra, it's an extra layer that this book doesn't need. Yeah. I don't I don't see why that is necessary for the story he's trying to tell. Do you concur with that? That's not a part of of the Michael Thomas uh, uh, Starman character, character no. before. No, no. Okay, no. yeah. At least I... I mean, I mean to be fair, I have not read every Michael Thomas appearance. By the time we get him in. Starman, James Robinson, Starman, that isn't really uh, a, a part of it, you know. And no, uh, and I don't think that would have come from before because that's not really a thing that um, comics were doing back then, you know. Um, it's definitely not in the first issue special. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but, but I think yes, I think there's a little bit of that, um, where it's, it's. King trying to prestige it all up, you know? Right. Um, there's a couple of deaths to, to some of these characters that are clearly meant to be shocking, but also like we can do it because nobody really cares about, nobody really cares about good looks from the dingbats. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like in the grand scheme of things, nobody's doing anything else with these characters. So, King's going to throw them all together and predictably some of them are going to get killed in, in shocking and upsetting ways. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a little old hat when he does that. Yes. Um, but I think there's, I think there's some pretty good stuff here too. Like I think, I think the dingbats again, another thing he does that's, that's kind of annoying is the dingbats are very foul mouthed. Like half of their dialogue yes. is, uh, <laughs> is, is edited out, which I, I see that now, you know, now with black label, we are editing the F word again. Um, right. They're not, they're not allowed to use it anymore. Um, but you know, the dingbats are like, fuck this, fuck that, whatever, you know? And that's a little like, okay, you're just, you're, you're just doing that for black label or whatever. Right. Um, but it's it's just a little annoying. It's fine. I mean, I, I I will say I guess that if these are supposed to be teenagers from today, maybe they are more 
Oh, I'm not saying no. it's not realistic. I'm just saying like there's really no read needed for it though. Right, right. And that's not the dingbats. That's it's the dingbats being uh black labeled up. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but I do think like them bombing around in that in that buggy or whatever is uh, or Jeep is fun. Um I think their run in with Lady Cop is very fun. Yes. Um, another minor nitpick I have is that this lady cop does not, uh, her personality is not like the original lady cop at all. Um, (laughs) that lady cop first issue issue special is wild. Um, she is, uh, just joining the force. Actually, it's, it reminded me a lot of that, uh, uh, gotham blue line of gotham whatever that new uh-huh. gotham yep, cop yep. book is mm-hmm. it reminded me of that because it, it very much takes you through like lady cop's first day on the force and on her first day she runs into like three scenarios that are all very similar to the three scenarios that the the rookies in that book experienced sure, on their sure. first day you know like one of them she has to avoid shooting somebody another you know like she like her first day on the job is the most stressful day you've ever seen. Right, of course, of course. She has to help a young girl who gets VD from her boyfriend. <laughs> really? Yes, really. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Uh. But three- are you aware, by the way, that Lady Cop was on Arrow for two seasons? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that doesn't surprise me at all. Jesus yeah. Christ! She's she's she's, she's, she's a villain. She's 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 a bad cop on an Arrow. Really? Okay, because yeah. see again in the first issue special, she's a good cop and she it's very idealized. Like mm-hmm. she's very optimistic. Uh she's going to do everything the right way. Um she's going to help like again, this girl with VD. It's very much about like Hey, this is like this is a problem. You go to the doctor, it's nothing to be ashamed about. You can talk to your parents about it, you can talk to your doctor about it. It's very much like progressive for its time, I think. Right. Um, I don't know. I could be way off on that, but it's talking about things that were not typically talked about in comic books, right? Right, right. And uh, and being like non-judgmental about it. Um, whereas this lady cop seems very cynical and very much like I've I've had enough of you fucking dingbats like messing my day up. I I don't want to leave the AC of my office. Whereas like the original lady cop was like, hell yeah, I'm I'm gonna go out and do you know, I'll I'll write the dingbats a ticket, you know. Right. Um, and I think that's again like, uh, that's again King trying to prestige up these characters a little bit make them kind of uh well you know if there was a real lady cop in the dcu or whatever she would probably be pretty sick of this bullshit i mean she still seems like a good cop though oh i'm not saying she's not a good cop and i'm not saying she's like by the end like clearly her heart's in the right place right but her i'm saying her attitude it's not the same lady cop from sure you know what i mean um, and you could also argue that, oh, this is what years on the force have, has done to her. But there's no context for I don't think you are supposed to have read the first issue specials to enjoy this at all. Right, right. Because they they don't. Uh, aside from names and looks, the, these characters don't share much with 
the ones in like their personalities are are not the same at all basically right and that's um, I, i'm actually okay with that like, oh, I, yeah. oh. you know i i think that this is a fun sort of nod if you have read those comics yeah but if you haven't read those comics it's not a big deal and you're fine at, at worst it's causing like mild annoyances when i when i encounter some things that i'm like ah that's you know right that's not really the point of that character or whatever you know but but right. again it's it's king telling this this greater story using these characters that quote unquote nobody cares about so you know if he fudges things here and there to serve the story well that's what he's been doing since he started writing comics right like that's the big complaint with him when people examine his uh heroes in crisis that he's given these characters and he just uh he has a story in his mind and he just wedges the characters in edgewise to get them to fit whether rather than actually writing the characters right you know well he's doing that here except these characters don't have like any definition to them in the first place really so he can get away with it a little more and it can maybe make for a better story because it's not some character that we have this real grand emotional attachment to, you know? Right. Right. If you're going to fuck up a character, do one of these. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. If you're going to kill, like they can, they can put one into a good looks chest, but if you kill one of like Wally West kids, you know, right. Exactly. Yeah. Way different. Right. So yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, You mentioned this, the scene about uh, metamorpho and, uh, Starman and 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 Warlord all talking about wanting to join the Justice League and calling on Darkseid, and that's how they're going to prove themselves. And that's fun because it it ties in the New God stuff, right? Um, kind of unexpectedly. And also, there's a lot of nice lines about the JLA uh, in that section. There's a, there's a bit where Metamorpho's like waxing poetic about the speeches that Superman and Wonder Woman will give to, to fire them up before a big b- battle or something, you know, it's exactly, and, they talk about it exactly like how the players talk about the major leagues in Bull Durham. Yeah. 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 Yep. And that's fun. That's great. Yes. I think, I think that's, that's maybe the best thing about this issue, honestly. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't I don't love the idea of like Warlord who is the like god of a realm needing <laughs> to join the Justice League or like I you know I think that that part's a little bit silly but I think it's handled pretty well. I think that the way all this weaves together is nice and I think that a lot of that I, we should also mention the creeper is basically um like an, going on like OANN or some other like uh <laughs> You know, like uh, upstart uh, Republican. It's yeah. Meeting, uh, it's what if Tucker Carlson became a nasty little goblin after he was done being a nasty goblin on TV? Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's the next goblin evolution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's... I'm something of a right wing asshole myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's it 
this is interesting enough. And the Jorge Fornes art is so good. We haven't done enough to 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 suck his dick yet on the show. Jeez. The, uh, there is just like he does that. Um, he has to do two pages of the Tom King nine panel grid thing. <laughs> yeah. But manages to with so many words. There is probably more words on those two pages than there are in the rest of the book put together. Um, mm-hmm. but you know he does it with grace and with the plum. Uh, I I particularly like his metamorpho, who like metamorpho is a tough character to draw because he's you know he's obviously made up of these different elements and he's whatever. But his metamorpho has like a charming smile to him and looks great. I really like his um. Is Manhunter as well? I think it looks really good. He he draws all these characters very very well, and you know, again, he and King do a really good job of making this book feel more seamless than it has any business being, with thirteen unconnected heroes being in the in the book together, mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with how he let how he has the book hanging together visually. How you can have this alien Michael Thomas Starman in the same pages as uh lady cop and it doesn't feel like particularly jarring to go back and forth between those stories yes and you know as it visually that 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 helps a lot but but king deserves credit for this too i i i this is you know between this and i i i like that slam bradley story more than you did um in the oh, Gotham yeah. City for, year one story that was even a thing yeah um but you know, I, I feel like King is maybe on the comeback for a, a little bit, and that's okay. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, look, I just, I, I just want character. I, I just want characters to be written in interesting ways that don't amount to, as you put it, character assassination. So, yeah. if he's doing stuff like this, that works for me. He's going to be doing that Batman Brave and the Bold book and Batman will be he'll be back on his Batman bullshit and we're going to hate it again. So, well, I believe he's just doing select stories in that book. Is that right? I thought it was all him and no, a, a no, rotating. No. no, it's a rotating art. cast of writers and and creator and artists. Oh, yeah. OK. All right. I'm pretty sure that is just doing Batman Urban Legends. But instead of having like a six issue arc as a third of Batman Urban Legends, you're gonna get two issues of Tom King and so and so doing a story. Okay. So well, they gotta keep that uh, Brave and the Bold trademark going. So exactly, yes. So all right, we're gonna take a break. We'll uh, come can back. I, can I, oh, can sure, I say sorry. one more thing? About Absolutely. This? Yes. Um. There's there's a bit now. I correct me if I'm wrong, or or maybe I missed something. But there's a bit where Atlas gets called out. Uh. Instead of dark side, right? Uh-huh. And uh, he's yelling about the sky falling. And I'm wondering, I, I, at first I thought like, okay, is he referring to the crisis? But crisis is like 10, 11 years off from the first issue special stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that, but I, I wonder Maybe it's maybe it's just a non sequitur entirely. Maybe it's just the the rantings and ravings of, or it's got nothing to, or it's got no greater like uh, meta narrative purpose. But part of me thinks, you know, one of the big hallmarks of the first issue specials was that they happened right before the DC implosion. I think, 
Yes, I believe so. Where a bunch of books got, almost everything got canceled, right? Um, or or many many books went on the chopping block. I wonder if that is going to somehow narratively tie into this, whether like either explicitly or 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 using some kind of metaphor, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's King's bag. Like he he doesn't usually. The implosion uh, was in seventy eight, by the way. Seventy eight, right? Yeah. So okay, so these these were all two years. I just remember coming across that as when I was reading these over the weekend that I, I saw a reference somewhere to, you know, none of these none of these series really went anywhere because uh, because of the DC implosion. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Warlord, I guess kept going. Except for Warlord, yeah, that is that is a weird one. That had. Have so you ever read any of that? No, I haven't. Someday I've only read the the issues of Warlord that tie into event books. Okay, maybe, maybe we uh, maybe we add that to a certain list we were talking about before. A certain a certain something we got cooking. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Just just as a, as a fun sort of diversion. Yeah. Um. But but I just kind of thought, well, maybe maybe King's playing around with that. But then again, me, like meta narrative is not really King's thing. So I don't know. No. No, it's not. All right. Well, let's take a break uh, for real this time. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our final issue of the week. So stay tuned. Hello, denizens of Earth 1218. We are the hosts of Make Mine Multiversity, a twice monthly podcast. I'm Jaina. And I'm Elias. Make Mine Multiversity is your handy guide to all things Marvel. Each month, we get into it with long looks at the careers of Marvel creators, characters, themes, whatever. Sometimes that means we dig into all things X-Men, sometimes we do a book club for Marvel series past and present, and sometimes that means figuring out which series is our heavyweight champion. Coming down by good old Skylaser to your podcatcher of choice every first and third Friday. Excelsior. Excelsior indeed. And we are back to talk about Dark Crisis Big Bang. The Big Bang. Uh, It's actually just Big Bang, not The Big Bang, which is funny to me. Um... (laughs) It just sounds like uh, how Donald Trump would say it. We love Big Bang. Big Bang. <laughs> All bing, life. Bong, bing. <laughs> ping. Ping. Ah, I see you have the machine that goes ping. <laughs> Little Monty Python reference for you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Written by Mark Wade, illustrated by Dan Jurgens. Um, so look, I think I, I, I'm just going to speak for me, but I, I think you may echo some of what I'm going to say here. <laughs> I think when we saw Mark Wade was writing this, we thought this was going to be like the treatise on the new multiverse and get all this like interesting stuff that's gonna spin out into all these different books and blah 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 blah. But it's just kind of an excuse to show all these multiversal worlds for a panel or two. Yeah, it's it's not what you're saying and and yet it is. You know, it's not going to be spinning out a bunch of new books, obviously, but it it does tease the possibilities of things sure. that could happen, but never will. <laughs> well, yes, but but it also does things like it just wants to show you that the Dark Knights of Steel are now part of the multiverse, right? And that uh, Jurassic League is now part of the multiverse. Like a big part of this is just making you aware 
that these are now numbered Earths we can say. We now know Earth 27 is the Jurassic League. Earth 118 yeah. is whatever. Which, like it, you know. That's particularly interesting because if you look at, at Morrison's uh, multiverse, mm-hmm. they purposely left a handful of those Earths uh, blank, blank yeah. right? Yeah. And now those are filled in, <laughs> which right. is wack- wacky to me that that's where you slot the Jurassic League. Right. That kind of seems like a big deal. That's kind of like, man, you guys, you guys got into the 52. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wonder if you 1000, whatever, you know? <laughs> right. I wonder if Morrison had said like, these are the, these are my plans for these earths. Don't use them. Or if it was just like, no, you can, you know, whatever down the road can fill on these is fine. Like, I don't know what the, what Morrison's uh, intent behind those unnamed Earths was. I think like, I, I, I am not saying he said this is this is the Jurassic League. Like I don't, that's the world's worst fucking Grant Morrison impression. But like, I don't think he was saying like this is a dinosaur. They, Earth. they sorry. They were saying this is dinosaur Earth. This is a uh, medieval Earth. I'm not saying that at all. I just think that they were like. If they if they had plans initially for those Earths or not. Yeah, no, I I think like knowing Morrison's work well enough, I think it's it was kind of an either or thing. Like if I ever get around to it, I'll ma- I'll I'll make them into some like Morrison is not short on ideas, right? No, so, no, no, no. So if 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 Dio never got fired, and if he still uh, down the road was able to like hire Morrison to do more work. To do multiversity to a thing they literally made up as a joke. <laughs> no, that's actually a great point because like he could have said like, hey, what do you think about multiversity three? And and Morrison's <laughs> like, we haven't even done two yet, Dan. Right. And Dan's like, well, oh, but for three, you, you multiversity fifty two. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, so some of those earths that were unused, maybe Morrison could fill in down the road. Or knowing their work, like Morrison's no stranger to uh, look, this is this is built off of the backs of creators that came before me. There will be creators working after me with these characters. Um, I, I don't doubt that those were left open for DC to say, whether it's Morrison or somebody else, if you need... If you need a story down the road that unveils whatever this earth is, here you go. Right. Especially and how they, how they chose to use that is by putting DC back into one of them. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but what's funny about that is that, like, um, at, it, it, it's especially funny now that DC Mech is one of those because at the time there were only 52 Earths in the multiverse. Yes. And so, like, to, to give one to DC Mech is very funny. With this new like infinite multiverse, then sure, DC Mech can have a a, uh, a, a a an Earth. That's fine, right? But it's still funny that it's one of the first fifty two. Yes, it is. Like, how easy would it have been? I'm not saying they should have. I don't really care. I don't care what they do. But I think it's so funny that that like now they ostensibly have infinite possibilities, and they're like, we're just gonna fill up those those first fifty two. Uh, DC Mech, yeah, you get one of them. You're you're yeah. not gonna be you're not gonna be Earth one forty whatever you know, right? <laughs> it's it's funny. What's, I, I, I think it's good. It's also very funny that again they went with that instead of uh, like 
I understand why you have to have Earth sixty six for deep for Batman sixty six. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like Earth seven eight nine for the uh, Batman. I don't know why. I, I get why it's eighty nine. I don't know why it's seven eight nine. Is that because Superman seventy eight? Well, Superman seventy eight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's why. Okay, yeah. So it's funny. By the way, I just want to say <laughs> in the in the Earth seven eight nine panel, which you, I want you to scroll to this, Vincey. It's page seventeen in our PDF. Yeah, I already know where you're going with this. How his Joker is Bill Murray. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> it is 100 percent Bill Murray is a joke. It's it's definitely not uh Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> it's not but drill. I have to say, I have to say, um, like do you think this is actually did Jurgens actually draw the Batman 66 pages? Because those those that looks remarkably unjurgensy. It looks unjurgensy, but I think he did I think he did the whole thing. I think he I, did too, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. I forgive Bill Murray Joker and Bill Murray Joker. The only person who would be less happy with that than Jack Nicholson is Bill Murray. <laughs> to have to be asked questions about the Joker like oh, God. At, at press conferences and things. Yeah. Yeah. He'd, he'd say, just let me get back to slapping my wife around. Exactly. Um, uh, or appearing in the uh, Ant-Man movie somehow. Yeah. Movie somehow. Looking, probably looking extremely disinterested. Yes. As as per usual, yeah. There is no reason he should be in that trailer. By the way, just saying. No, no. Make it be a surprise, please. But no. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we just cut? Uh, we'll go back and maybe talk about some of the some of the. Uh, there's not any stories to talk about here. No it's, zero. It's just Barry running around, um, fighting the anti monitor, fighting the anti monitor across all of these divergent Earths, and um. So what? Can we just cut to the chase and talk about the back matter? Sure. Um, it is a oh god, we love this shit, don't we? Don't oh, we folks? We, we love, love this yeah. we love back matter. We love Earth 387. <laughs> no divergences in history other than every inhabitant's a werewolf. <laughs> um it's it's Barry Allen taking notes about the different earths that he encountered uh while fighting the anti-monitor, and it's so I mean, most most of it is what we would expect because they they rehashed the fifty two Earths with those additions that we've um, mentioned already. Yeah. But some of the other additions are, are some of them are expected. Others are like I don't I don't really know what it's referencing. Like, so um, I, I just want to say one thing before we get into the specifics here. Yeah. Which sure. is it's so funny. It's supposed to be Barry Allen's notes. But he writes New 52 in parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, time nine... America, that time I did 9 11. Carolina. That time I did 9 11. That time I did 9 11. Yeah. Um, the, the Earth 59, the Wonder Woman, Tara Taruna, Judy Tenuta, Wonder Woman, <laughs> uh, is a really fun reference. That's a joke um, for me. I also love I also love how if you imagine that it is Barry Allen writing this and he writes about Earth 66 that Batman and Robin face exceptionally benign villains. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's I, so I, I, I want to believe that we're not that 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 the parentheses are not supposed to be canonically Barry Allen, but everything else yeah. is. Um, yes, yes. Should we just run all these down quickly? Why the hell not? Yeah. Starting at okay, Earth Zero. Here, I'm gonna take the even numbers. You take the odd numbers. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's Earth Zero. Can, let's see if my addled brain can handle this. We're just, you're just skipping every other one. Uh, <laughs> Earth Zero, my Earth, home to the JLA and others. 
Yeah, Earth One, younger JLA variants just starting out. Superman Earth One at all. Earth Two, the Justice Society of America, parentheses, New 52. <laughs> New 52. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So that 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 means it is specifically the New 52 Earth Two. Yeah. That's that's kind of new information, isn't it? Because well, I don't know really. if it is. No, because in the Morrison like guidebook, you're right. Earth you're two right. is that. So yeah, you're right. Here, the question is: Is this the secondary Earth they founded after the destruction of the real Earth two? <laughs> oh, but it does maybe inform us about what the canon is going to be uh, with, like, like post, uh, like, um, Dawn of DC, uh, perhaps the Jeff John stuff. Well, yeah, like, uh, you know, in Justice Society number one, we're not at all talking about talking about Earth 2 stuff. That's all like Earth right. 0 stuff. Um, I wonder I wonder if we'll ever get that back again. Like, will uh, that Alan Scott ever show up? That's a conversation for another day, but I hope yeah. so. Kind of. Anyway, yeah. So you're on uh, you're up Earth 3. Earth 3, Brian's favorite, the crime syndicate. Uh, Earth Four variants of the question: Blue Beetle, Captain Adam, at all? It's multiversity, Pax Americana. I like that because it's like Barry. When I first read that, I'm like, that's a weird way to say the Charlton characters, but right. But it's not it's if you're Barry Allen thinking about exactly. Who these... Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Um, Earth Five variants of the Shazam family: Multiversity, Thunderworld Adventures. Uh, Earth Six wildly alternate variants of Earth Zero heroes. Uh, just imagine Stanley creating the DC universe. Also, I just want to say the last words in this comic that aren't the back matter are just imagine. Yeah, yeah, which is very interesting. That is very interesting. I mean, we already know that we're getting that one shot, right? Yeah, of of imagine Stanley stuff, but um, yeah, Earth Seven destroyed Soul Survivor Thunderer Multiversity Number One. Earth Eight Angor. Home of the Retaliators. Retali- retaliators. How about to say? Ret- retaliators. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. there you go. Earth 9, the Tangent Heroes, DC Tangent Comics. Earth 10, the Freedom Fighters. Also known as Earth X oftentimes. That doesn't yes. say it here, but yeah. Yep. And we, and we love Dial Man and, <laughs> and Phantom Lady. Phantom Lady. Um, <laughs> Earth. Earth Eleven reverse gender variants of Earth of Earth Zero heroes and villains. Earth Twelve a future Earth to a home a future Earth home to a young quote Batman Beyond unquote which is funny for him to call it Batman. It'll be, that'll be funny yeah. if canonically Barry Allen named it Batman Beyond. Yeah, I mean he did nine eleven. He named exactly. Batman Beyond. Yeah, he's yeah. he's done so much. Yeah. Uh, Earth Thirteen an Earth based on magic rather than science home of Super Demon. Earth 14, Justice League of Assassins, deceased. That was interesting. I, that is interesting. That is a Pete Tomasi story from that uh that rebirth yep. era of Superman. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember a goddamn thing nope, about that. Nope. Memory hold it out of existence. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's all I know is it's not one of the issues where Superman brings the dead body of a soldier to somebody's doorstep. That is true. Uh, Earth 15, home of the Cosmic Grail. Earth 16, home of celebrity sidekicks, the Just, for Multiverse of the Just. Earth 17, ravaged by nuclear war in 1986, home of the Atomic Knights. Earth 18, frozen in Old West times, home of the Justice Riders. Earth 19, steampunk heroes, Gotham by Gaslight, etc. 
Earth 20, the Society of Superheroes, pulp magazine style adventures. Earth 21, a JLA created during the space race. Do you see the new frontier? I find it fascinating that they've decided to keep that as part of the multiverse. I know, like, to me, the multiverse is what's great about it is it's infinite, right? You could have anything, but yeah. that's so close to the regular. That's that's that is a multiverse where everything is the same, but your name is Victor instead of Vince. Like, it's just, it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not that different. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think they should make the whole plane out of the new frontier. Honestly. Of course. Of course. Um, Earth 22, a future Earth marred by war that claimed most superheroes kingdom come. Uh, we probably won't ever see that referenced again, right? Never. Um, Never. Earth... Definitely not next week either. <laughs> <laughs> Earth 23, home of President Calvin Ellis, a.k.a. Superman. Earth Action 20... comic. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I, I was going on. Sorry. Oh, yeah. go, go ahead. Earth 24, predominantly female heroes fight World War II. <laughs> DC Comics bombshells. Yeah, I love that one. Um, Earth 25, Adventurer Tom Strong and Friends. Oh, boy. Yeah. Earth, <laughs> Earth 26, the Anthropomorphic Zoo Crew. Earth 27, Dinosaur JLAers, the Jurassic League. Earth 28, Heroes Fight Using Mechanized War Suits, DC <laughs> Mech. Uh, Earth 29, the Backward Bizarroverse. Earth 30, Superman's Rocket Lands in Soviet Russia. In Soviet Russia, Rocket Lands in you. Uh, Superman Red Sun. I knew you were going to do that. The, oh this is the phrase Soviet Russia. How can you not? Come on. Honestly, Barry Allen should have written that in his notes. Yes, he should have. <laughs> There's no doubt Barry Allen has enjoyed a Branson, Missouri, Yakov Smirnoff theater show. Yeah. Oh, man. What if there was a variant of Barry Allen where... Um, the rogues were like one was Yakov Shmirnov, another was Gallagher, <laughs> another was Gallagher too. <laughs> All right, wait, we, 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 we top. Uh, okay, we need we need two more. We need five. We need five. So we got we got Gallagher, Carrot Top, uh, Yakov Smirnoff, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay, yeah, the Dice Man, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we need one more. We need uh, one Judy Tenuto. <laughs> no, she's she's better than that. We're not, not going to let you drag her through the mud like that. Uh, Victoria um, Jackson. Then there we go. Another. Done. <laughs> Done. Okay, she's the golden glider of the group. <laughs> Zach will be killing himself right now. This is yeah. good. That, good that he's already dead. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right, you're up. Earth We're oh, Earth thirty-one, home to Leatherwing and other pirate heroes. De- Detective Annual Number Seven. That's a Chuck Dixon joint, baby. <laughs> yes, it is. Earth 32, random combinations of Earth Zero heroes, Batman and Darkest Night at all. Is that the one where, where Batman's a Green Lantern? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. Uh, Earth 33, a world where all superheroes are fictional. Flash 179. Is that our world? Uh, is that supposed to be like Super Superboy Prime world? That's what, that's, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. Okay, yeah, I I can't remember if that's supposed to be the same place. I, I probably it would probably say Superboy Prime, right? If it was but right. Uh, let's see. This is what uh, Julie Schwartz was a character in this. Um, Earth Prime first appearance. Yeah. Okay, there it is. Earth Prime. Okay, Earth Prime. Gary Bates, Ross Andrew, Flash yep. one seventy nine. It is the real Earth. Fascinating. Nice. Uh, Earth 34, the Light Brigade. Sorry, I have to get back to the... Okay. Earth 35, the Super Americans. 
Earth 36, Optiman and Friends. Earth 37, A Grim World of Rapid Technological Advancement, Batman Thrill Killer. Batman Thrill Ho. Um, <laughs> Earth 38, Older Multi Generational Earth Zero Variants, uh, Superman and Batman Generations. Earth 39, Agents of Wonder. Earth 40, Evil Counterpart of Earth 20's Heroes. Um, Earth 41, Spore, Dino Cop, Nightcracker, and others. We can't say Image Comics. But... Right, that's the Image Comics Earth, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, 42, cute Chibi Earth Zero counterparts. Love that Barry Allen knows that word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, check his search history. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, Earth 43, a Vampire Justice League. Batman and Dracula, Red Rain. Earth 44, robotic JLA variants. Not to be confused with the mech suit ones. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Earth 45, creators of Super Doomsday. Earth 46, a grim young Batman with a unique, unrecognizable rogues gallery from Batman the Gargoyle of Gotham. I don't know that I'm familiar with that at all. Same. I, I don't think, was that in the original guidebook or no? I don't I'm have not it sure. in front of me. I'm not sure. I need to start keeping that on my desk. We reference it enough. Yeah, um, no no kidding. Um Earth 47, The Love Syndicate of Dream World and The Inferior 5, Prez number 1, etc. Earth 48, The Forerunners, Genetically Engineered Warriors. Earth 49, Lois Lane Dies, Turning Superman Dark, Injustice. Earth 50, The Tyrannical Justice Lords. Earth 51, an accelerated timeline where Earth met with a great disaster and is ruled by talking animals. Commandy, the last boy on Earth. Earth 52, the primate legion, sapien metasimians. <laughs> that is tough to say. Sapien metasimians. Um, Earth 54, humankind lands on Mars in 1960. Earth of astronaut Tommy tomorrow. Earth 55, zombie versions of, D of Earth Zero heroes deceased. Earth 59, the home of the aforementioned Wonder Woman, Terra Taruna, the first known parallel Earth from Wonder Woman number 59. Earth 63, overrun with uh, vampire counterparts of Earth Zero Heroes, DC versus Vampires. Again, this another vampire. Yeah. Another, another vampire book. Yeah. So why 63 for that one? I wonder. Um, Not yeah, that it I, matters. I, you know. That's a, good, that's a good point. Like 60, like Wonder Woman 59 makes sense for Earth 59, Batman 66, etc. I don't know why 63. Yeah. Batman and Ro Earth 66, Batman and Robin face exceptionally benign villains. Uh, Earth 93, the Dakotaverse. Uh, Earth 96. That's, that's the current Dakotaverse, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's effectively like. It's effectively I, the entire because 1993, yeah, yeah exactly. 93 was when it started. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yep. Um, Earth 96, teenage students, Batgirl, Bumblebee, Supergirl, Zatanna, and others, DC superhero girls. Earth 98, home of Green Lantern's high fam, Green Lantern legacy. That, that's a cool, I like that. It's a cool yep. reference. Uh, Earth 100, home to Teen Titans, Raven Roth, Garfield Logan, Damian Wayne, and others, Teen Titans, Raven, etc. That's the new uh, OGN series that's coming mm -hmm. out. Uh, Earth 118, medieval versions of Earth Zero Heroes from Dark Knights of Steel. Earth 124, home to Wonder Woman, Wonder Girl, and Wonder Tot. Wonder Woman number 124. That, oh God, that stuff. Those used to be like imaginary stories. 
Mm-hmm. And now now they must all just be set on their own earths or whatever. Yeah, that's that's really fun. Yeah. Uh, Earth 148, Earth Zero counterpart heroes as villains and vice versa from World's Finest Comics, number 148. Yep, I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Um, Earth 162, Superman and later Batman divided into two separate beings. Superman 162. Earth 183, Superman raised by apes from Superman. <laughs> Superboy 183. I love that so much. I, I I am so fascinated by like which ones Mark Wade decided to pick and talk about for these. Yeah. Or like it was this editorial driven, like uh sure. yeah. Yeah. Um Earth Earth 216, home of Superman Jr. and Batman Jr. from World's Finest Comics 215. Earth 216, but it's 215. I was just gonna say the same thing. It's very there must be there must be a mix up there somewhere. Yeah, um, or else or else like Earth 215 is has some other is it, but why wouldn't that be here then? Right. That's just weird. Uh, Earth yeah. 387, no divergence in history other than every inhabitant is a werewolf. Action Comics <laughs> 387. Earth 789, Superman and Supergirl are Earth's only powered heroes. Batman's parents killed by the Joker. Superman 78 and Batman 89. Earth 898, Justice League without a Superman from JLA, JLA the Nail. Yep. Earth uh, 1956, a teenage Superman, Superboy, and his dog Crypto are Earth's first superheroes, later home of the Super Friends. Earth 1996, mysterious amalgamated, amalgamated heroes requires further investigation, which Marvel versus DC is coming back, baby. Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. It's happening. Thank you, James Gunn. <laughs> exactly. Know, whatever. Yes. Uh, Earth 2020, three generations of Superman from Superman Volume 1, 354. So I, I think it's interesting that there are some there are some things here that aren't given Earths that I thought would absolutely just because you could say it in ways that that would give people hints even if you don't go full in. Like I'm surprised that there's no uh, Christopher Nolan verse mm. in here, or even like a modern DC films uh, multiversal place. I'm a little surprised that there is not a Wildstorm Earth, like original Wildstorm mm-hmm. Earth. Uh, similarly, I'm a little surprised there's not a Vertigo Earth or like the Sweet Tooth Earth. Like just things that you could put in there that real fan. And I'm sure that that look, they all exist, right? It's infinite. So all those things do exist. But I'm a little surprised that we didn't get those things in here. But this yeah. is so cool anyway. You know what I think about that, Brian? What's that? I think those are potential bombshells to drop later, Fair. or never, or never at all. But it's case of, it's it's in, it's in the case of emergency break glass. Right? Exactly. It's it's isn't it the Watchmen thing again? Like, yeah. How is there not a Watchmen uh, one mentioned here? Yeah, because that's not Pax Americana, and that's also right. not normal. Like that's not, that's, not, that's not the normal Earth, Earth rather, right? You know, right? Um, yeah, it's. I I think I think the thing is, uh, there's there's mysteries to be opened up later. There's bombs to drop later. I think the whole uh, Vertigo fully penetrating the DCU again. 
thing has been hinted at and teased at for what feels like forever, right? Yes. Um, or I guess maybe that's not the right way to, to put it, but like, like, because like constant Constantine is around swamp things around, but like, um, making it explicitly like more of the dreaming stuff, more of the Sandman stuff, more of some of the other stuff penetrating rather than the characters that are just like explicitly superhero or DC comics adjacent characters. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I feel like that would take more. There's a lot more like creator rights issues there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if you could even, I don't know if you could even say vertigo, like this is the vertigo verse because if something's under the vertigo banner, are you then implying that it's fair game and, and, and maybe a create, I, I don't know. I, I would have thought you know? they could do something like, you know, earth 91, this is where John Constantine grew old. Oh, yeah. So, yeah something yeah. like that, you know. Um, I see what you're saying. Yep, yep. You know. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, met, an, I met an old wrinkly-ass Constantine. Yeah. There, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I do think there's stuff to be done later with that. I think that... Yeah. I think, honestly, this is clearly just purely folk like are any of these not dc proper characters or variants right in terms of like have they appeared in a dc comic is that what you're asking no like 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 it's all jla stuff basically it's not you're right there is no wild storm there are none of these weird offshoots i guess the dakota verse is the only one that you can say is like what I'm saying is all of this stuff is very much within the DCU imprint. They're yes, not all, yes, all that the Dakota versus probably the only thing that somebody could argue is not a DC property. Right. Is not yeah. It every one of them is like a variant of Superman, Wonder Woman, uh you know, like a just a, a Justice League character, basically. I, I guess you could argue like the charlatan is the farthest from that. Right, but even then, it's he's directly referencing Blue Beetle and the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Um. So I think I think those kind of infinite Earths are maybe maybe to come down the road. Yeah. Although, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's fascinating. I love this kind of thing. I think as a comic and as a story, this is, this is piffle, you know? Right. Yes. It's, it's absolutely nothing. Um, but you know what? It's only like 20 pages, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just catnip for us to bat around, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, you know, it, it also, I, I, you know, this is, I don't know how important this is like conceptually, to dc at all but i feel like if there are people that maybe are relatively new to dc and don't fully understand how the dc multiverse works this is a pretty great primer for that like you you even if you just read the back matter but you read the whole comic you get a sense of like what what dc is trying to do not just now with the multiverse but sort of the overarching like DC multiversal ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's 
even if there's not value in that for guys like you and me who've been reading comics our whole lives, there is value in that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, um, have we stalled enough for you to get next week's comics ready? Uh, <laughs> yes. Hang on. Uh, being the 20th? Yes. Uh, Batman Superman World's Finest 10. Batman Urban Legends 22. Batman versus Robin 4. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth 7. DC versus Vampires All Out War 6. Deceased War of the Undead Gods 5. GCPD The Blue Wall number 3. Nightwing 99. Scooby-Doo, <laughs> I don't normally read Scooby-Doo. Scooby normally doesn't do. Um, no number, book, Velma. <laughs> number 119 and The Flash 789. Uh, it, it's pretty clear we're going to be talking about next week is the end of Dark Crisis and probably a couple other things too. So um, Yeah, pro- probably, the, probably the Batman versus Robin thing. And probably uh, World's Finest because probably. of the last page of that book. Yeah. That's all we're going to say for now, but last page is wild, guys. That's a tease for you. Um, if you didn't get in touch with us, two-thirds of us are on Twitter. I'm at Brian Needs an App. The Ghost of Zach is at the Wilk of Z. And uh, if you need to find Vince, he is filling in his little notebook of the uh, Infinite Earths that he wants to see. And let me tell you, uh, you can't search for those at work. <laughs> all right, folks, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, should I really get drunk before this uh, episode? <laughs> sure, yeah, yep. <laughs>